So first thing we're going to do, roll on the encounter table as we are likely to hit the opposing force and counters D20. That is a six. Bandits, yet again. 2D12 to determine how many. Uh, that is 13 again. And then roll a D6. One. Uh, these are just basic bandits. Now we need to roll in the opposition. Let's roll a d6. Four. He is wary. So, new bandit leader. Wary. In addition, and we'll once on the other authority figure to see who his backup is. Two. Greedy, looking for a payday. All right. Now, in addition to all this, on our encounter, um, yep, 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 yep. So, with a wary leader, he is very unlikely uh, to be willing to parlay, but that doesn't mean unnecessarily willing, just kind of a moment. So, now we're also going to have to do draw a card from the action deck. On a club's result, the encounter group has somehow managed to catch the hero by surprise. With spades, the heroes had the advantage. We drew the four of diamonds. Okay. Which means these bandits neither have the advantage nor does Yakim. So what we'll say is uh, as Yakim begins pulling up, uh, he's driving along. Radio begins to crackle out a little bit. He hears uh, Julian's words. Just Keen. Oh, no, what the fuck is this? Uh, as he pulls up, um, let's roll. Yeah, we're going to roll again on the trouble table. 19. No, it's already in. Well, yeah. On the encounter table again, and we will combine them for 19. Oh, okay. All right. Things just got real interesting. So we have these 13 bandits. Uh, there is a firefight occurring just beside the road. Uh, Yakim will roll his notice check. A five and four, yeah, he sees it. Um, there are lances of light and shot, gunshot, hailing all around. Uh, and in the middle, you just see a group uh, run and scatter. They come bolting into the road, turning around and firing back into overgrown, uh, almost, it's cornfields, but the corn itself is no longer corn. Heavily mutated and now looks almost like... Uh, like a hand, and along each one of these corn cobs that now grasps upwards with five distinct 
uh, cobs reaching up. They seem to sway slightly like jelly, and the uh, gunfire rippling back in starts mowing through some of these heavy stalks. Uh, the green and gold just begins to shatter. So one of them just starts screaming, No! Now get him away! One of them comes back out. He turns, raises the gun, and then suddenly something grips him from the front, and he is pulled into the corn stalks. And there's just a viscera spray of blood coming out the other direction. So, what we're going to do now, we're going to give the bandits a chance to check. Oh, yeah, they see him. And now, go to the savage foes to get... Okay, definitely flipping through to some of the deeper portions of this. Okay. Well, that's going to be interesting. It's going to be fucked up and interesting. Okay, so we have in front of us here, three-way group of fight. Uh, what is the notice roll? on our new assailants, which is only three. It's a D6, and not wild cards, uh, but they are too busy. There's Yakeem uh, trying to figure out what exactly is going on. He uh, peers forward, leaning into his car just slightly, but still keeping an eye, of, you know, a watch on that group that's up ahead. Uh, he sees the bandits, but he has no idea what they're fighting. He has no idea what's going on. Uh, one of them has just disappeared into the underbrush. But... Getting out the mini. This is going to be a very fascinating, complicated, probably way too stupid of a fight. Two, three, four, fives. Thirteen, okay. Thirteen of those. Now, need something to represent this new group. You folks will do it. So. We're going to go into our initiative role here. First thing I need to do is see know the stats on bandits. Pretty much D6s across the board. Um, if they have anything fun or special. Your bandits. Scavenger once procession. They may find a piece of useful equipment. That may come in very handy for them. But they... Yeah, they don't have anything else that might help him in this. Uh, let's see. Edges, psionics, power, foot and running. Nope. Okay. So, Yakeem, uh, pulling up in his car, uh, he saw this uh, just turn and the turn in fight. Mm. One of these bandits has just been pulled directly into the Okay. Mm. Just pulled directly into the corn stalk. 
Uh, and as he does, the spray of blood and suddenly two halves of this bandit land on the hood of his car, splattering blood in all directions, making it impossible to see out of. And King, he's going to start by, we're going to actually deal initiative. Yeah. And then we will determine if he keeps control of his car. So, Yakim, the king of diamonds, excellent. The bandits, the eight of diamonds, and our new assailants with the eight of hearts. Uh, Yakim goes first, and as he uh, tries to get control over his vehicle, we're going to give him a D4. He's got a glitch on the vehicle to see if he can keep going and get past this. Uh, so, he is going to roll. Oh, nice. The six blew up. So nine total minus two because of the glitch. That makes it a seven. Uh, he turns on the windshield wipers and surprisingly they work. Uh, there is just a thick smear as it goes back and forth. Uh, the vermilion just kind of trail as he's trying to get it wiped off, occasionally leaving almost after images of the action going on in front of him as the wipers try to keep up. Uh, that'll be his one action, but he may be trying to just gun it through this thinking this is not his fight. Uh, the other group turns the, let's see, we go hearts, then diamonds. The new assailants, uh, there are three of them. There's a rustling in the corn stalks. It's an excitement, predator stalking its prey. And despite the fact that there is 13 of these creatures, these bandits, sorry, uh, trying to defend themselves. In a panic, they are all running across the road, regardless of the vehicle coming towards them. But on all fours, running out, loping like wolves, you see these three young kids, well, not kids, uh, young adults. Each one of them has that kind of like combination uh, muscular build, but also uh, over top of bones that haven't fully grown into their places yet. There's a wildness in their hair. Two of them just have long manes that seem impossibly perfect. Uh, and the last one, a uh, 20-something girl, uh, she runs forward almost like an alpha, uh, keeping the other two kind of corralled in. And as she runs forward, her long fingernails dig into the earth, and then she stands up, just says with a haughty voice that seems obscured very slightly, <laughs> Where are you going, sausages? We are not done. As she leaps forward. Mm. Excuse me. Unnecessary. Pardon me there. Uh, she is going to lope forward uh, with a pace of eight. Yeah. Normal. She's going to sprint. Running dies. D8. She gets forward and she can only get into melee with one of them. Uh, the other two, two, yeah, he gets up with two of them, and he actually comes up, and he is going to give a gang-up bonus to the leader. Uh, they circle around, uh, and very clearly like they are hurting something. One of these creatures reaches forward. Uh, let's see, fighting die of a d10. She gets a plus one because she has an adjacent ally. Uh, that is six plus one. That's a seven versus the parry of five. Uh, the heavy clawed hand reaches out, uh, punches AP six, and see, 
D12 plus 2 plus a D8. Eight. Then, yeah. Uh, she reaches in. These fingernails almost look like extended black claws. And with a fury and swiftness, she punches directly into this um, this bandit's chest. The armor just cracks. It splits open like a uh, like a, a broken coconut hose. And there is a spray of red out the back. She pulls her hand back out, and the guy just clutches his chest, falls over, gasping, as his lungs have been crushed from the inside. Uh, she begins licking the blood off her hand as the uh, other one of these things uh, lashes out. What did I say their fighting was? Ten. Yeah, that's an eight. That's a little raise, so you get to do six as well. Oh, Jesus, they all blew up. So that's 26 plus... Uh, 26, 36. Uh, the eight blew up, so that's now 44. 44, 49 points of damage. Um... He comes in, and as these two uh, just very similar claws rake down, uh, he turns this creature into ribbons. Uh, the bandit tries to screech out as his mask is torn from his face, uh, and the heavy claws have now pulled flesh and bone away. Uh, he is still clutching it and screaming as he topples over, uh, knocking into one of his compatriots, who is now... In a pure panic. Uh, the last one does not get a gang up bonus. Ghost reaches out. That is a three. Uh, that does not hit. Mm. This one, in almost kind of like an excitement, seeing the uh, blood begin to spill from his friends, he uh, comes loping forward and tries to grab onto the shoulder of one of these. He realizes he moves his face forward as the bandit just kind of batters him, batters him aside with the wooden stock of his assault rifle. Uh, the creature recoils slightly from the stock and looks up and says, Yes! Uh, now, as the bandits come around on their turn, let's see. They need to make a fear test. Negative one. Uh, so that is spirit. It's a D6. Do it as a group. Minus one. Oh, no. Uh, they turn with pure exhaustion and fear in their eyes, unsure of what's happening, knowing that they may be completely in over their head and have no real recourse. Uh, they are going to roll on injury. No, where's the fear? Yeah, I don't have it on that one. And I didn't grab the other books, so take a look here. Spade Fear table. Thank you, Google, for saving me yet again for not having the right. Fear agent. That is not what I want. Fear, fear, fear. Is there anyone who's got the fear table available? Nope. So I'm just going to, I'm going to have to pull up the PDF. 
Embarrassing. Not prepared yet again. Shame, 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 Paul. Right. Come on, where's the fear table? I uh, see the fear rules, page 124 for effect. Okay, 1d20, and this is going to add a additional plus one to the roll because the creatures that they're fighting actually have a fear at negative one ability. Uh, 15, which comes up to a 16. Oh, yeah, the entire group of them, uh, the 11 remaining bandit, uh, they all take on a panic. Uh, and they scatter. Some of them begin bumping into Yakim's car. Uh, one of them comes around to the uh, passenger side and begins jiggling the doors. Like, let me in! Let me in! Open this fucking thing, man! They're killing us out here! Yakim's just like, fucking get away! So we, uh, the bandits themselves, of course, no longer a uh, cohesive group. They are panicked, and all of them are now shaken. I go to our next round. Uh, you came with the queen, bandits with five, and our assailants with the queen of hearts. Uh, so the assailants themselves are going to go first. Uh, let's see here. I'm going to give them a notice roll to see if they... Oh. They see that a new player has entered the field. Uh, one of them breaks off. Uh, and let's see from where he is. Eight. Four uh, begins running towards the vehicle. Hayekin uh, just barely sees this through some of the blood splatter just smear on his windshield uh, as one of them is now turned and he recognizes, of course, this one, whatever this assailant is, is completely unarmored, which doesn't make any sense. How the fuck? What the fuck? Uh, the other two continue their jollies of attacking into the bandit. Uh, seven to hit. Yeah, so one with a hit, one with a hit with a raise. So let's grab the right dice. Uh, it's a 13. Uh, another one of these bandits uh, split from the mouth as it just tears the jaw out. And the waggling tongue seems to be a mockery of uh, the creature trying to drink up blood. The other one, 12 with an arm piercing of, yeah, uh, two more of these creatures immediately fall. We go over to Yakim. Yakim uh, sees this, and we're going to, let's see, where is his? Let's see, he does not have an occult skill, so it's going to be a D4 minus one. I'm going to give this to him as a free action to see if this triggers anything for him. Uh, two and a two now. So he effectively rolled a zero. Uh, Yakim sees this, narrows his eyes a little bit, uh, and he's going to, he's in the big heavy vehicle, and he's going to gun it. Uh, one and a five minus two. Now I'm going to spend a Benny for him. Reroll that. There we go. Six blows up, 12. Oh, yeah. 
uh, he guns the car. It begins pulling forward. Uh, the bandit pulling at the door tries to run to keep up before realizing he's not going to get in, uh, turns and flees on the other side of the road. Uh, the heavy dappled shading that's uh, occurring here because of these very tall stalks um, makes it a little difficult to see, especially with the blood. It suddenly like, blinks, turns light, and then turns dark again. Yakim uh, slams into the sky. I'm going to say at the rate of speed he's doing, 3d6 damage. Oh, but 18... Uh, what is that? 18, 9, 12, uh, 30 points of damage. Uh, the creature gets slammed into the front hood. It bends like hitting a deer. Um, it seems to almost weigh a little bit more than the creature looks like a human being should weigh. But as he slams on the uh, brakes again, the body goes flying off. Uh, then only a toughness of 10... It hits, impacts, and rolls. Nikim just watches. Starts looking around. Uh, turns on the windshield wipers again. And as it... Almost like um, just missing frames in a movie. He sees the, the corpse lying in the middle of the road from where he just hit it. And suddenly the wipers move and red covers the screen again. And then it swipes it back. And he sees for a second motion. And then the windshield wipers move again. And as it comes back, the person he just ran down is standing up, cricking his neck. And as he grins, the unmistakable fangs of a wild vampire just suddenly grin. The bare lights coming off of his headlight this dark hour cause the eyes to glow gold. Like a wolf's. Keem just goes, Oh, fuck me. So, uh, that is his action. The bandits, uh, let's see if they can make a spirit check to break out of this. A two and a three. No, they continue running. Uh, the bandits just do not care right now. Everything is about survival. And these, uh, these vampires have been too much for them already. Just three of them have taken out just about half their numbers. Uh, and they begin to turn and flee in all directions. Go next round. Jack. The seven. And the four. And do they have quick? They do not have quick. So, Yakim. Uh, uh, reaches around, begins scrabbling behind him. Let's see, does he have anything in his pack? Uh, yeah, he does have at least, he has a couple of wooden stakes. But he knows, of course, this is going to be difficult. He has wood, but it can only shake one of these targets. He is definitely going to have to try to figure out a way to incapacitate some of them. As he comes out, actually, he looks directly up and down. Uh, and we're going to ask a uh, fate question here. Does Yakim is Yakim able, or is Yakim going to try to, is the road, sorry, let me frame the question in the form of a question. Uh, is this road wide enough that Yakim could successfully, potentially maneuver his way to get away? 
or let's see. Yeah. Is the road wide enough that he could potentially get away in his vehicle? Um, say it's 50, 50, uh, 27. So that is a yes, though, not a perfect yes. Um, so Nikim, uh, now that he's got a little bit more sideline in his bloody front windshield, uh, he's going to try to make a driving roll to get away. Uh, what is that? Negative two. Uh, he feels as the transmission. Oh, come on, you piece of shit. Uh, stomps on the gas again. There's a jerk forward as it begins to move forward. He manages to start pulling the car forward, but it's not quite enough to fully get past the, the uh, vampire that just ran down. The bandits continue to turn. See if they... Five, actually, yeah. We'll say... Three of them. Three of them kind of stop. Like, oh, come on. They're going to be distracted. We can, we could possibly get by them, or maybe we could take one of them out and just get the fuck out of here. It's like, all right, uh, quick, start grabbing some of those. Uh, and they, they're going to use their scavenger uh, edge, because this is a thing that bandits can do. Uh, while right now they don't have any weapons, they are going to make some basic wooden stakes. Uh, probably as longer spears, too. And this will at least give a melee weapon that they can use against the vampires. Not that they're particularly skilled, enough that it's going to help them too much, but might keep a couple of them alive. The vampires turn as they come up. Um, the one comes scrambling up, uh, and with long talon-like fingernails, it jumps up uh, and scrambles onto Yakim's cars. We're going to, going to take a multi-action penalty. First thing I'm going to do is an athletics check to see if he can get up onto Yakim's car fast enough. Because um, Yakim is definitely trying to gun it. So this is going to be... Uh, I'm going to give it a... You know what I'm going to do? It's going to be a uh, heads-up roll. So it is the wild vampire's d10 versus Yakim's d4 minus 2 because the car has two glitches. Five. This wild dive blew up. Six, seven, so uh, they match. So uh, no change there. The wild vampire comes sprinting forward, tries to jump up on top, uh, manages to rake across the side of the vehicle. He's going to be able to get an attack against the car, but he's not going to be able to actually hold onto it. So his fighting rolled 10. Oh, it's a one. So, uh, yeah, but it's not a critical failure, but it is still a one, so it naturally misses. The heavy fingernails rake across the side just as he keeps beginning to pull out a si around, and it just keys the side of his vehicle. And he keeps just like, fuck you. Uh, creature just begins to laugh a little bit as uh, he goes around the side of the glass. Uh, Nikim realizes this creature might be able to run and keep up. Uh, the ones that are currently slaughtering their way through these bandits that were originally supposed to be the encounter here. Um, let's see. So one of them hits. I mean, it's almost a waste to roll for the damage on this, but... Oh, yeah. Another one goes down. Let's see. Now, Yakim goes for a seven. Bandits get a five. 
The vampires get a twos. Still, Yakim's kind of like first, in, first initiative here. He's going to try to make another driving roll to see if he can get away. Uh, it's a one and a four, the negative two from the glitch. Uh, he begins pulling forward, but the car just continues to almost disobey him as one of these vampires is right up alongside him. Uh, didn't declare multi-action, so that's what he's going to be able to do right now. Uh, the bandits that turned, they pick up these spears. Uh, they're not going to go after the one that's currently fighting with Yukim. You're going to try to gang up the one from kind of the, the queen who seems to be really enjoying, but also leading this group. They're going to roll their fighting, which is a d6. And her parry is a seven. One of them blew up to a perfect seven. Uh, so one of them hit the d6 strength. So that is five. Um, as the three of them come running up, uh, even with the gang up bonus, uh, only one of them seems to be able to just catch this vampire with just enough force. Uh, the other two hesitated just the wrong moment, and with lightning speed, faster than a juicer, the wild vampire batters it aside. Uh, one of the spears with the natural one, let's see if it's... Oh, that sucks. Uh, one of the spears is broken as she just sideways chops it with her hand, and it just shatters into a billion pieces. The uh, bandit holding it looks up at a broken end. Uh, one of them, though, as she is just kind of smiling a little triumphantly, she suddenly catches the rest of the wood in the stomach, but it doesn't really drive hard enough. And she, with two hands, begins to pull it back out. And she just goes, no. Naughty, naughty. Uh, let's see, the weakness. Oh, she does serve a plus four damage from it. Five, that's actually still not enough, though. Toughness is ten, and that was nine points of damage, even with the plus four. And so, uh, and as uh, the taunting continues, the rest of the bandits see. Yeah, they continue to run away. The vampires themselves just go to the one that is now facing off against some bolder bandits who may come, may not live to regret this. The fighting blows up. So that's attack number one, teen, second one, seven. Minus two is five, so she slashes out. Uh, the first hit is one with a raise. T12 plus a D6 plus a D8. Um, 10, 12. Toughness of 11. Armor piercing of, I'm going to say six. Um, the first bandit uh, who actually drove the stake into her suddenly finds himself clutched by the throat and there is a, it's almost like the crunch of celery. Uh, she reaches backwards. She picks him up about an inch and just, uh, and he's clutching now at a ruined throat. Blood is welling and pouring down, coating the front of his, uh, his armor. And as the, uh, this one kind of stops breathing, uh, just gasping for a little bit like a goldfish. Uh, she reaches out and with her other hand, it sucks, buddy. Oof. A 12 and 11 and a 4, yeah. The one who uh, still had a working spear 
uh, she kind of trips him. And as he goes lying face down, uh, even with his buddy's trachea still in this vampire's hand, she lunges down and with those extended canines, they drive directly into her uh, her opponent. Uh, she pulls backwards as muscle is still attached and she has torn out a section of his shoulder. Uh, the last guy just, oh shit. Oh, the one that is trying to get up, he uh, turns, let's see. She, he doesn't even need to run his uh, running die. He catches right back up to the vehicle and we're going to try to do that same thing again where he tries to climb up onto the vehicle. So, explode, but not enough. Uh, there is a heavy, uh, the creature leaps straight up the um, almost eight feet to get to the top of this like overextended like uh, SUV modified to survive in this uh, just harsh environment. The claws scrape. Uh, and it is going to try to punch straight down into the vehicle. Uh, seven hits. And his strength is a... Yeah, strength. Eight. Uh, ten, twelve total with the armor piercing of six. I'm pretty sure that I actually gave stats for this vehicle. Let's see if I was smart enough to write them down. Probably not. I do that sometimes. But I suspect I am not going to be pleasantly surprised this time. Nope. That's a shame. So, we will base this, though, <clears throat> off of the standard Savage Worlds vehicle. And so, uh, there is a... <clears throat> Uh, the vehicle is going to take one wound, can take up to its maximum of three. Um, in addition, it now makes it even harder to drive away. Uh, it's now going to have a negative three modifier to any driving skills as you came. Come on, I just got this thing back. Uh, the laughter from up top begins to really cackle down as Keem looks up to see this uh, dent in the ceiling. Uh, so Keem draws a five, bandits draw a ten, Ooh, and the vampire, or the bandits drew a ten, and the vampires drew a king. So, uh, this one on top rears back again, uh, but does not manage to do enough damage. He uh, swings down with his fighting roll. Keem jerks the wheel slightly, and it just off the metal. Uh, the other two, though, continue their slaughter. I mean, I'm so almost ashamed to roll outside of just watching these bandits get punished, but that's funny, too. Uh, one actually manages, or one hit to raise. It's got a 12, 8, 9, 10, 11, 13 total, and another one down. The, uh, Bandits. Let's see, there's one who still has a spear. Uh, does not manage to hit. 
and the rest continue to run. There's only three runners still remaining. I'd still give them a spirit check. Two ones. Nope. They continue their flee, which might make them the smartest ones out of all of it. Ekeem is going to take a multi-action penalty on his turn. He draws his pistol. Uh, and you see this um, this heavy, uh, almost like way too squared off pistol. Uh, pure white, almost like a machined plastic, though. There is a metal ceramic gleam along the edges. He points it straight up where he notices the dent that actually occurred. I'm going to take a multi-action penalty. The first one is going to be to take a shot to try to get this guy off his car. Uh, and he's going to fire straight through the car. So, with a... And his shooting is a D10. Wild Eye. Oh, that's... Uh, uh, actually, he rolled a 3. Minus 2 is a 1. But with shotgun rolls, it is plus 1. That's not enough. Um, he fires upwards, and it just leaves a... Almost like it looks like a cheese grater with the size of these small holes, but it shoots dozens of them straight up as these beams of light from Zion pistol punch straight through the top of his roof. Uh, the creature rears back a little bit, afraid that there's somehow sunlight coming through, for realizes that he just fired a gun and also that he just slightly weakened the top of his vehicle. Uh, he's going to now make his driving roll, which is at a negative three from the damage to the vehicle, plus negative two from his multi-action penalty. So this is a negative five. But his wild eye blew up, so it's not a one. It blew up again. It's seven, eight, nine, ten. Uh, Yakim gun... Actually, I need to stew his... The vampire's athletics. A nine versus a ten. No, Yakim guns the vehicle. And finally, the engine kind of kicks in, maybe in some far-off distant universe. This particular vehicle had an essence. It had a mind. It had the sense of survival to realize, holy shit, I'm about to get torn apart like a fucking tuna can. Uh, and the engine gun, vampire with his fingernails, tries to rake into the top to hold on, and then suddenly a bump in the road, uh, and the vampire goes tumbling off. He hears a boom, boom, boom. Uh, Glasses broken along the back windshield. And as he looks into the rear mirror, he can see this vampire standing back up uh, and beginning to run after his car. So he needs to move forward just slightly from that. We're going to go into the next round of initiative. Now, I may not be dealing the bandits in for too much longer. Ace for Yakim, eight for the bandits, and a three for the wild vampires. That's, I think Yakim. So you realize the luck in this, uh, and he's going to try to gun it again. Uh, no multi-action penalties. So this is just a negative three to the roll. Three and a four. Uh, he gets slightly further ahead, but vehicle itself uh, is still suffering between the damage, between the uh, glitch occurring within its engine. Uh, starts moving forward, but he's also getting a lot closer to the other two vampires who are still continuing their slaughter. Uh, let's see, go over to the one vampire who's trying to fight. Rolls a one. That dude's going to be dead in a second. The other two are still fleeing, but the vampire's turn. 
and they try to catch up very quickly. Tens. Let's hit with a raise on that one. Actually, he's going to use D12 plus 2D4 um, in the excitement. This feral fury overcomes the lead vampire. Uh, she goes out with eight. Those both explode. Eight, uh, 11, 15. Sixteen, and it was with the raid. Seventeen, with an armor-piercing twelve. Uh, she goes forward, and suddenly, instead of tearing flesh, it punctures. She draws him in into almost a lover's embrace, and it wasn't for the spurts of blood that just seemed to echo across her face, leaving an ecstasy look in her eyes. She is now, or her target is now grappled, wounded, and must make a vigor check, which is D6. Uh, even with a, yeah, even with an ace, even with it blowing up, uh, it's not enough. Uh, he takes a point of fatigue, and if I remember correctly... Uh, suddenly the bandage just drops a little slack. There is a roll to his eyes. Dribble of blood comes out of his mouth. And he just turns back to her and goes, Hey, what can I do for you? Why don't you tell me what you want me to do for you? And she just begins to cackle. She wipes some of his blood off with the back of her hand. She goes, oh. That's real simple. Kill your friends. Yes, mistress. This, uh, he turns and literally turns into one of her thralls. Permanently into the puppet control. All right. That's fucked up. We do it now. Keem draws the king. The last bandits draw an ace, and the wild vampires draw a two. Um, so, vampire who has just turned raises his gun, fires, hits his friend for d8. That's not the eight. But double ones on the damage. He fires. I'm like, what the fuck, Fred? Uh, the other one swings. Now they both keep running as the other one's in a hot pursuit. Yakim uh, tries to gun it again. Uh, just witness this. The other ones begin to look around. Um, yeah. With the multi-action penalty, the first thing they notice is uh, the car is just not responding. He steps on the gas. Thick plumes of white smoke come out the back. And he just fucking starts punching the... Uh, like slamming his fist against the horn, just murk, murk, murk. in case they didn't notice that he was here before, they definitely know someone's in that car. Uh, but he is still going to preservation mode, uh, turn the pistol backwards, and he fires through the 
Your last window, it's D10 for shooting, right? Yes. Yes, that hits. Mm -hmm. Plus one, he is still within close range. Close range is 10 inches. Yeah, definitely there. That is 3D8 damage. Ding, ding, eight. Now, let's see something here. Then, 15, 20. Uh, the shot goes off. Multiple puncture wounds go through the glass before it shatters into a safety bits of small, just like, uh, almost chittering diamonds. They impact across what's left of this road. Uh, and 20 points of damage. Vampire themselves technically only have 10 toughs, but uh, that is enough. Creature is shaken. But uh, according to its abilities, let's see. And virtually all this worse. Attacks, even those causing uh, mega damage, which don't use one of the vampire vulnerabilities, can only shake them. Weaknesses, supernatural attacks, magical psionics, holy, garlic, decapitation, silver and wood. No. Uh, he shakes the creature. The impact of it throws it backwards. Uh, the vampire almost seems like a ragdoll that had just been pulled off his feet by a rope attached around his hips. Uh, as he skitters into the ground, he turns back over, shakes his head like a dog that had just been thrown water on it. And despite the fact that there are burning, saturated holes of ionic light that pierced into him, almost immediately the skin just begins to heal. 